Hello and welcome to the Quacks Podcast. I am Lucas, along with my other host, Brian. Hello. Hello, Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm good, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm doing pretty good, actually. Good, good. Last time you didn't have much sleep, are you? I'm still there, but (laughs) (laughs) I think I've entered the realm of it being okay and I'm being okay with it right now. Good, good. Um, how's the store going? Anything, anything going on? Super there? busy. We've nice. been super busy, and we're we're uh, about to start a clinic. So it's been really interesting working with the doctors and and getting that all together. Wow, that's awesome. It's very cool. So today, well, first I should say we got some new sound equipment. So I hope it sounds good. Uh, it's a work in progress, and you know, uh, just kind of bear with us if, if you get echoes or anything like that, but we're getting there. I feel like every week you've made some kind of improvement. Yeah. We're trying. That's admirable. Actually. I, 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 if it was me and I was running the show, we'd still be doing it in the garage. Um, probably under a Pinto. (laughs) (laughs) Those things explode. (laughs) Pintos. Yeah. You gotta be careful with those. Well, it's a good thing. I don't have one. They don't explode anymore, but I think like the seventies model exploded. Wasn't that the only model there there was? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not the car guy to ask, so I don't know. We're more about health and, and human bodies, right? That's right. That's right. So today, it's going to be a really cool show. And it might be a little bit longer than our normal shows because we're going to talk about one thing only, and it's going to be boron. So boron is a mineral, and it's probably the coolest mineral that you have never heard of, basically. I'm excited to learn more. Yeah. I mean, I've known of boron for quite a while, but... Uh, I watched this cool video of this doctor named Jorge Flechas or George Flechas uh, <laughs> talking about boron. <laughs> I liked it the first way better. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know. He didn't sound like Mexican when he was talking on the video. Right. So I didn't quite know if he... Anyway. Um so this is going to be really cool, especially if you have arthritis or uh, you have you know bones that are thin or anything like that. But uh, anyway, let's dive in. I'm excited. All right. So boron is a mineral. It actually came here to the earth in asteroids billions of years ago. This is true. Yes, this is true. It did not originate on the earth. It came in asteroids like three billion years ago. I'm already in, right? Sign me up. Um, there is a theory that without boron, life on the planet would not exist. So boron stabilizes a sugar called ribose. And the hypothesis is that boron's ability to stabilize ribose made these ribose-rich pools, which allowed RNA to form. You know, RNA stands for ribonucleic acid. Okay. Um, So basically, ribonucleic acid is that sugar, ribose, that could form with any sugar, but ribose was not going to be it like unless it was stabilized in some way so that that's why there's this this hypothesis wow um so boron it's been with life since the beginning and we basically get small amounts of it in our food and water and it really makes us thrive in ways that are pretty amazing is it still falling to earth though or are they finding that to be the case thank goodness no <laughs> <laughs> straight from the source yeah another another meteorite hit uh hit england and deposited boron that's not happening <laughs> and we don't need much of it we need only about like three milligrams a day and people usually get it in their diet from certain foods so like the top food is avocados uh, followed by like peanut butter and red kidney beans 
Uh, but there's a whole list of those. All things of which I eat a ton of being plant-based. Nice. I really do. That's All three great. of those things are like top staples. Right. Nice. You're, you're probably getting a ton of boron. Boron rich. Yeah, you, you are. Uh, but we'll go over that whole list later so you know how to get it naturally. So as a supplement, boron has several uses, mainly arthritis, bone health, and as a booster of sex hormones. Uh, when I was at Expo West in March, I talked to a friend of mine who works at a company that sells boron. And he mentioned that, generally speaking, all the walking and standing, it just kills his feet and legs uh, during the show. So he started taking boron this year at a decently high amount, like nine milligrams per day. And we'll, we'll get to recommended amounts. Nine is a little high. And he said that he had no pain whatsoever in his legs and feet. Wow. Yeah. So... Part of what I do when I'm researching these shows is I scour the internet for experiences like his uh, from people who use boron. So I look at Amazon reviews, I look at forums and stuff like that. And the overwhelming experience that people say uh, is a radically lessening of pain caused by osteoarthritis. So, you know, I couldn't climb up the stairs without significant knee pain, and now I have no pain at all. That's a pretty good thing. So yeah, really astounding stories. Another cool story comes from that doctor in the video I mentioned. He's been taking boron for a long time. I think he's in his 60s. And when this doctor did a bone scan, he basically had the bone strength and density of a 20-year-old in his 60s. Wow. Yeah. Not only that, he hadn't shrunken down at all as he got older. You know, a lot of people, they, they shrink. So no bit. osteoporosis or anything no like that. No hunching over. Yeah. He was the same height in his 60s as he was when he was younger. Wow. Yeah. So I did some digging around on boron. And luckily enough, there was this great paper with a really cute name called Nothing Boring About Boron. And I love papers like this because they basically aggregate a lot of different studies together in one place. And this makes my job so much easier as I do not have to go individually through each paper. So boron, it helps bones. How? Now, this is going to be the technical part. And for some of you, this isn't interesting, but it's part of our audience wants to know, you know how things work. So that's why this is here. Anyway, so studies have shown that when people are deficient in boron, their ability to develop and regenerate bones is worsened. Uh, boron is able to regulate the expression of genes related to tissue mineralization and key hormones like estradiol, testosterone, vitamin D. Uh, boron will beneficially impact like utilization of vitamin D. And if you supplement boron, it will stimulate bone growth in vitamin D deficient animals and alleviate like mineral metabolism dysfunction that occurs with low vitamin D deficiency. Okay. So all that gobbledygook is basically, <laughs> you know, there was a study in Serbia in the winter months and that's important because in the winter months, people generally their vitamin D levels fall because the sun is, you know, of course. Yeah. Uh, so they looked at 13 vitamin D deficient people and they supplemented those people with boron in the winter months and they found that their vitamin D levels actually increased by about 20% in those months. That's pretty astounding, actually, for a small field test. Yeah, I mean, that's not very many people, you know, but it is pretty amazing that their vitamin D levels would go off, go up in the winter months. So if you're like most people and you have low vitamin D levels that don't budge, boron might be kind of the crucial ingredient in raising those levels. Now, boron also helps wound healing. So since the 1990s, they've been using a 3% boric acid solution on deep wounds, and it has been shown to shorten the time required in intensive care by two-thirds. 
two-thirds. And this is basically due to, to boron's impact on like specific enzymes that synthesize the extracellular matrix and collagen in our bodies. So That's huge. Yeah, so you can kind of start to see maybe a little bit why boron might be helpful for people with arthritis. Uh, it really strengthens the structural makeup of our bodies in both our bones and our soft tissues. Scientists have looked at areas in the world you know, that, that have different levels of boron intake based on soil levels. And in areas that average around one milligram a day uh, of intake of boron, like Jamaica, osteoarthritis levels can be 20% to 70%. So like in Jamaica, arthritis is really high. It is in that upper like 70% bound. Now in areas where people get between three and 10 milligrams per day, osteoarthritis is under 10%. What? So like Israel is one of those places that has high amounts of boron in the food and they don't even know what like arthritis is. It's like non-existent. Is that really? That's incredible though. I mean, that's a pretty huge testament to boron. I know. How come we don't know about this? Well, these are epi these studies are called epidemiological studies, so they're not causative and I don't know why we don't know about this. Yeah. We some 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 people do know about this. Right. You know, it is kind of like a hidden thing. It's like this thing that's not really widely known. Although as we see, there there's certain uses of boron in cancer and they use chemotherapy agents with boron as an active ingredient. So some people do know what it does. But okay. I don't know why we don't know. Um there, there there's always the argument that Maybe they don't want us to know. Maybe they don't want us to know. Exactly. There's always that argument. No, there is. You could it's use they. <laughs> so for this uh, osteoarthritis, scientists, they looked at these epidemiological... Oh, gosh, I can't say that word. Epidemiological studies. I'm not even going to try. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so they looked at those studies and they say, well, let's figure out if they're actually causative. So they do double-blind placebo-controlled studies. And they have found a very positive effect on people over eight weeks of supplementation with boron. So people with mild to medium pain get a total ceasing of pain and get off their anti-inflammatories altogether. And even people with like severe pain, they may be able to take less painkillers. And even some of them might have a resolution of pain from osteoarthritis. I want to, you know, make sure that that is clear. It's not rheumatoid. It's osteo. It's it's from overwork okay. and stuff. You know, it's like you've used, you've cut those potatoes one too many times and, and your wrist is, is overworked from that. So repetition causes it? Yeah, basically. Okay. That's one of the things from osteoarthritis. And we all get those aches and pains as we get older. So this could literally be important for all of us, right? I mean, this isn't just like a some people could benefit from boron. <laughs> everybody everybody gets those aches and pains. Right. We all move. I mean That's right. In very similar ways. So yes, yes. that makes sense. And moving can hurt you too, so be careful. Especially lift, repetitive moving. Lift with your legs. <laughs> <laughs> so boron will also raise sex hormones, uh, specifically estradiol and testosterone. Uh, I know some people do not want to raise estradiol, and there can definitely be some problems with estrogen. Um, oddly enough, when I personally take boron, I have had no estrogen-like effects. Uh, I think boron, what it does is it converts some estrogens into other types of estrogens. So before you get all scared off, it might be worth actually looking into how it affects you. Uh, I heard some guy say today that basically... In men, it raises testosterone, and in women, it raises estrogen. And so it, it's kind of, you know, depends on which sex you are and what it does. But there's a couple small human studies on boron. So one with 13 women, it showed a significant increase in serum estradiol and testosterone levels. Uh, estradiol almost doubled and testosterone more than doubled. Um, don't worry about that testosterone doubling. That's like 
the women's low levels of testosterone doubling. It's not like they have manly levels of testosterone now. Right. Um, in a small study of eight healthy males, uh, they found a significant increase in testosterone and a decrease in estradiol. I thought that was really interesting because in the females, you got an increase in both of those hormones, but in the males, you possibly got a decrease in estradiol. But it was a little unclear because another study in males found that both increased just like the women. So obviously more study is needed. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty interesting. And for men, what they think is happening is that boron is increasing the conversion of total testosterone into free testosterone. So it's not like you're supplementing testosterone directly where your balls are going to shrink and you're going to have all these side effects. You're converting total into free. And so most testosterone, most people don't know this, but it's bound to proteins. And so it's it's you, you can actually get it measured. It's called SHBG. And so most of your testosterone, I think it's like 97% is bound to proteins and it's not accessible. So as, as SHBG goes up, free testosterone goes down. And as you get older, trying to lower that SHBG, it can be tough, especially as you get older. So the yeah. fact that boron may help is going to be like very good news for some men out there. No, that's great. That's really great. So in that male study, uh, they also found that men's inflammatory markers were cut in half. And when I say inflammatory markers, I mean C-reactive protein, tumor necrosis factor, other interleukins. And really, when I started looking into the anti-inflammatory effects, boron is an anti-inflammatory, as an anti-inflammatory, is astounding. So I was, I was reading about it. I was just like blown away by the reduction in CRP and other anti-inflammatory markers. CRP is basically associated with every disease you can imagine from cancer to heart problems, type two diabetes, fatty liver, depression. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's awful. Uh, most people are under this constant barrage of low grade inflammation, which we would call chronic inflam inflammation, basically. Right. Um, boron can drastically reduce that, which means it can lower all the diseases of modernity that are like rising every year. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. So, and if that were not enough, boron is also quite effective against certain types of cancer, namely prostate, cervical, breast, and lung. I didn't know this, but like I mentioned earlier, there's actual synthetic compounds that are based on boron being used right now by doctors um, that are on, on tumors, basically, that are either very hard to op very hard to operate on or very malignant. So, it's like well known. Why are they using a synthetic form rather than just boron directly? Is there a reason for that? Why they would do that? Well, when something becomes synthetic, you can patent it. Ah, yes. Yes. Therein lies the rub and back to they. Yeah, back to they. Well, this is actually how they operate. Part of why we have studies, oh my gosh, it, it so pisses me off because you'll hear like, oh, my doctor says there's no studies on vitamin C or ashwagandha <laughs> or something. It's like, that's not how it works. They study that stuff all the time because they're looking for causation and they're looking for like oh ashwagandha you know an, an active ingredient and that does this maybe we can make an artificial one you know a synthetic ingredient that's very much like that that will do something similar and that's what they're doing with cbd right now that's that's the patented cbd you know it's it's like cbd but a little different and it does most of the same things and now we can put a patent on it it's the evolution of, yeah. of things unfortunately or yeah. fortunately depending on where you are in that equation yeah, depending on where you work if it's bent or if it's benefiting you mm -hmm. and you're seeing the benefits you don't really care about the source at that point i would i would imagine 
Yeah. And, and you know, the nice thing about our society is all this stuff is legal. Boron's legal. It'd be one thing if they patented it and then just said, you know, outlaw the stuff that's not patented. Right. So, you good. know, that's a good thing. Okay. So anyway, um, boron helps prostate cancer. It lowers PSA. There's actually a strong correlation between boron soil levels and prostate cancer in Texas. So the more uh, the more boron in the soil, the less amount of prostate cancer. For cervical cancer, uh, boron disrupts the HPV virus. So that's what causes cervical cancer a lot of times. Uh, boron can also help with side effects of chemotherapy by reducing the toxicity of those drugs. Those drugs are very toxic to cells that replicate quickly, and boron can protect against that a little bit. So when we're seeing these responses and some of these things happening as a result of taking the boron, is it in high levels of boron that we're seeing this? So I'm not sure about what they're using synthetically and how that would transfer over. Okay. But like for the things with like the Texas water that's in that three to 10 milligram range of boron in the soil of daily intake. Okay. So in most of these studies that, that they're looking at are around three milligrams. There were some that are a little bit higher. And interestingly enough, some that were higher showed like negative issues arising or not as good of a benefit as okay. around three milligrams. So three milligrams is really right around what you're looking for. And that's great because if you're doing it on a daily basis too, then you're just the continuation. So totally. And there's, there's other beneficial effects of boron. And if you're interested in those, you can read this paper. I'll link to it. Uh, you know, for example, it increases the absorption of magnesium. It lowers the, uh, amount of daily calcium that you lose in your urine. So if you're interested in that, you can look it up. But the cool thing about boron is you can get it in most health food stores and it's it's pretty cheap like on Amazon it's between a dollar and five dollars per month that's pretty astounding it really is for what it does yeah so the one thing I do want to cover though is negative effects because we always want to sow the the downside and luckily for boron there's not much okay good <laughs> um I, I if you have kidney disease or some hormone sensitive cancer boron might not be right for you i read some accounts of boron raising creatinine which is a measure of kidney function so that's just something to be aware of in southeast asia there are these warnings on borax which is something they use in detergents uh to not ingest it as it can damage the kidneys Yet I know people who will ingest borax and swear by it. That yeah. Come, that come into the store. And I'm like, that sounds insane. But now that you're tying in the boron factor, I never even realized that that's what the active ingredient is in borax. Totally. And some of these those people, it's like the painkiller for them. You know, when I read the reviews, some people said, ah, oh, it didn't do anything for me, you know? But other people are like, this is astounding. This is my painkiller for life. So those people who are downing detergent now you understand why you're like that's crazy but they're like yeah but i can walk now i mean <laughs> their intestines have never smelled better either so it's multi-fronted yeah and it sounds like you need a lot like you need a very large dose not in milligram amounts but in gram amounts to get kidney damage and i read things about they tested large doses of borons on babies like in the gram amounts and they had no kidney problems so i mean that's encouraging yeah, I, I didn't quite understand why they were just testing it on babies. And who offers up their baby for testing? I think the babies had some rare, like, uh, seizure disorder, and they okay. were trying to use boron to treat it, and they measured kidney 
levels and they were like fine so i thought you were gonna say well babies need drinking money too you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so if you do get boron there's also one type of boron out there called calcium boroglucanate that is for livestock only uh, you may want to stay away from that one there is one cheap supplement company in an orange bottle that is using that form so just be aware of that other possible negative side effects include increased acne, maybe some mood changes as well because of the hormone effects. So keep it away from my daughter then. Yes. Personally, when I take it, oddly enough, it makes my voice kind of scratchy. I don't know why, but uh, I started taking it not at night before I go to bed. I don't need to talk in my sleep and I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah. That's an interesting side effect though. The it really cra- is. It's a very interesting side effect. So the foods that are highest in boron are avocado, apricots, currants, raisins, almonds, Brazil nuts, hazelnuts, red kidney beans, peanut butter, and walnuts. Foods that are medium to low in boron are grapes, peaches, prunes, lentils, cashews, pistachios, chocolate powder, granola raisin cereal, grape juice, pecans, raisin bran, and wine. Hmm. And basically for avocados, they seem like the highest amount in boron. One avocado is like two milligrams of boron. So I eat an avocado a day. Do you really? I do. Wow. So you yeah. really don't probably need to supplement boron. Well, just because it's got so many other, you know, now the more I'm hearing about avocados, the more I'm realizing it is a super fruit. Hmm. And with boron too. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but that's I'm a fine. big avocado proponent. And when you're telling me now that there's an extra reason to love avocados, I'm this is my favorite podcast yet. Yeah. Well, the and the weird thing about avocados is I used to hear when I used to work in a health food store, people would come in and be like, I started eating avocados, man. And those essential fatty acids, they just lubricate you. And my joints feel so much better. And it's like, I'm wondering if some of that was boron. Like it wasn't the fatty acids. Totally. And how, do, how can you even differentiate the two? I mean, I guess you really can't. Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't know about the boron. So anyway. Cool. Yeah. Boron's pretty sweet. I, I think it's worth a shot. There's very little downside with significant upside. Um, there were definitely people who, like I said, it did nothing for. Um, but there's a lot of people who talked about it like it's their secret painkiller that no one knows about that changed their lives. So I don't know. I, I hate to hype things too much. I, I think I we've hyped boron quite a bit as, as this amazing painkiller. It could do nothing for you, you know, <laughs> just putting that out there. It's always, I mean. Well, everyone's different too. So something that works for your neighbor might not necessarily work for you, but it's worth trying because there's low risk. It's yes. very cheap. Yes. And it's accessible. Yes. So. Oh, that's true. I'm on board. Cool. Perfect. All right. Well, that was, yeah, that's what I got for this week. Well, I love it. It was all things boron. Yeah. Stri- we got some We got some other cool stuff coming up. I think we're going to talk about uh, what's called mewing, which is this interesting thing that this orthodontist came up with to basically make your the structure of your mouth and face better and you can get you can become more attractive as you do these exercises like over a year really yep i think we're gonna talk about that a little bit and well that must mean that it uh puts your face what's it called oh symmetrics that's what they're saying is the key to i wonder if mewing and symmetrics have anything to do with each other maybe maybe he talks more about like there's these two u's on your face there's the u of your jaw and then there's the inner u like from your eye down to your other eye and like you have to keep those both 
I don't know, strong yes. for your face to look good. And, and like, you have to have the correct posture and I don't know. It's really cool. I'll do, we'll do a show on it. I don't know if that's going to be next show, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely touch on that. A little tease for a future show. Yeah. Cause everybody wants to be prettier, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Uh, I, I don't think so. I'm, I'm kind of enthralled with boron now, to be honest with you. I you got on some. that track. I do want some. Yeah. My mouth is watering for avocado right now. Totally. I'll give you some. <laughs> I got some pills. I'll just give you a few. I appreciate In a plastic it. baggie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the Quacks Podcast. Feel free to send us an email, quackspodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a comment. Get us on iTunes, Stitcher. If you like this, um, you know, if, if this was helpful to you, share it with somebody pass it along yeah if you know somebody whose bones are getting thin as they get older you know this might really help them so help us out completely yeah knowledge is power and we try to bring something new to the table every week and and i love it i'm learning something new every week thanks to lucas here totally and uh it's great cool all right thank you guys be well